0: Welcome everybody, we back, episode 8 of the One Against the Grain podcast, this is um, actually a special episode. It's kind of a celebratory episode. Um, a lot of big things happening. But before we get into that, let me let me give you guys just a, a little back little backstory. Um, my uh I'm, my background is is barbering. Everybody pretty much knows that. For those of you uh, that don't know, I came up through the barbering industry. Been cutting hair for over uh, probably twenty plus years or so. Um, when I came up with the concept of one one against the grain, one against the grain is uh, one of the most common hairstyles in the barbershop. So you, typically when somebody walks in a barbershop and they say, give me a one against the grain, it's typically they're either trying to uh, fix a problem or they're trying to start fresh, you know, there. So when I started to say uh, one against the grain, um, if somebody comes and asks for that, it's like, okay, I need a new start. I want a fresh start. And usually that start is uncomfortable, but usually something great is going to be uh, birthed from that. And what I say about fix a problem, usually it's a hairline or they going bald or something like that. So they come in, they say, Hey, give me, give me a one against the grain. Also dope conversations. is kind of the culture of the barbershop. You know, um, a lot of things are birthed there. Um, it's usually like a we call it a black man's country club. We, uh, we talk about any and everything in the barbershops and, uh, I'm always. I've always been labeled that guy in the shop, the one that always has to go against twenty other people sitting there in conversation, and so I've been labeled as a guy that typically always wants to go against the grain. So they always call me the one that goes against the grain, and that's kind of where I established you know, that idea from, and also challenge people in that to, you know, dig and go beneath the surface. Um, I always feel like. You know, if you want to learn about the ocean, you can learn more from the scuba divers than the surfers because they're they're beneath there. So I kind of challenge people to kind of think differently and uh, go a little bit deeper and kind of go against it, go against the grain of what's traditional in uh, every aspect of conversation. That leads me, you know, to a podcast we started about, you know, this is our eighth episode in. I started with my homegirl, Shayla. Shayla. Things happen. Life uh, took her to different places. She out. She's out in Houston, continuing on with her career and doing some things. Um, great. I continued the uh, podcast. Um, here we are, episode eight. And we made an announcement this last Friday that we have partnered up with um, uh, our first uh, platform network. And that's some um, of the people over there at uh, Blue Eye. Um, that's ex- exciting news for me. It's a great going. It's great going forward. It's an opportunity for us to take our podcast um, to the next level. Um, We're really excited about it. So today we're gonna celebrate that. Um, I got my boy Ben in here. uh, uh, He's been engineering with us from the beginning. Matter of fact, Ben, come over here on the mic for a second. I want him to say a few words. Ben Cruz, one of the dopest uh, engineers. In the game. How you doing, Ben? Don't, don't
1: lie to the people, Brownie. How
0: you doing? No, man? that's real that's <laughs> real tough. He's been like one of the guys that's been kind of helping me through this process since the beginning. I love to talk, but podcasting is all the format of it has always been new to me. Um I didn't go to I didn't graduate from Syracuse. I don't have a journalist uh, background. I'm you know, I'm just raw, uncut. I love deep conversation. Actually, um, I'm a sucker for deep conversation, you know what I mean? And I always like to take it to that next level. So I want to thank Ben for uh joining me. Um, helping me do this uh, this venture that I'm on, um, I'm real passionate about it. Um, tell, tell the people a little bit something about yourself, man.
1: Man, so it's it's crazy that we're kind of coming full circle with this today because the person who put us in contact is actually on the show. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I've I've been working a podcasts for for a minute now, and um, you know, started my my podcasting career anyway, uninterrupted. Always been a podcast fan, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Know, had a couple stops along the way the athletic, blue wire, and, and now you know, I'm over at Vover uh, doing that full time. But uh, obviously, you're the homie, so you know, I'm, I'm, I'll always be the producer yeah. uh, <laughs> until uh, until this thing blows up and you're like, man, it's time to find somebody else. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm so appreciative of just being on this ride with you. Uh, to just you know, I, I only knew you as that guy on the shop for a minute, you yeah. know what I mean, and yeah. like to just be someone that you know we, we talk like every week at this point so it, it's, yeah. it's so dope and and i'm super appreciative to be on this ride with
0: you yeah thank you we're pre- we, we're so glad to have you and it's crazy how uh these line things kind of come together that's how you that's kind of how you know it's right you know what i mean when all these lines start to cross and it just seems uh super organic like you said you worked with uninterrupted mm-hmm. um i started a big part of my career over there doing the shop the yeah. hbo show um i learned a lot and that's really just even even seeing them take that show to where it is now yeah. just watching it like man they, they've my my whole life is like everything's kind of coming together because they're in the, they're having a conversation with the barbershop as the backdrop and i'm watching this go on and i'm like and, and and i know that if you put a camera in any in a in a recorder in any barbershop in america you can get some great content you got enough content to last you you know for yeah. days so for that to kind of happen that's another another one of those things that told me you know what this 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 might be my thing and you also mentioned uh marcus marcus is here with us today we're gonna introduce yep. him a little bit marcus thompson big uh uh big uh integral part of my big part of my career has helped me along the way always supported me um me too uh, I, I used a, to
1: produce his podcast oh too, man so. Got one,
0: one of oh there you go one of the biggest hearts you know what i mean yep. always looked out for me um he turned me on to uh doing radio interviews. So I, I used to do first of all, I'll start by saying I was the guy that years ago, I was the guy that used to call KMBR <laughs> yeah. it you know yeah. it it, it, it talked to those guys. You know, they call uh uh the ticket 1050 and talk to those guys. That's when I was super nervous, didn't know what to say, but yeah. just wanted to just get on the air. Marcus turned me on to doing small little interviews and I used to do five, 10, 15 minute spots, and I used to work out uh work out dope. And I was and, and he always talked to me, like, man, you got a future in podcast. You should uh, you should give it a shot. I was like, ah, Marcus, I'm 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 busy, I'm traveling a lot, I'm doing this. Like, and then I got to I did I did my first podcast as a guest, fell in love with it. Uh decided then that this is what I wanted to do. I'm having a great time. This is just the beginning. Um being all I talk about you only being here for like uh, until we blow up now. We're here for a long <laughs> ride. We going. Uh uh, so we got a great first off, first off, before we go any further, you want to really thank, shout out to Blue Wire. Also Megan Reyes, she also made uh this made this happen. Um, she actually shopped our uh podcast to Blue Wire. They um seemed to enjoy what we had going on and and we we did our first licensing agreement. So shout out to Blue Wire. Big congratulations to everybody involved with One Against the Grain podcast. Thank you to Ben Crew. How can they find you, Ben, if they want to look? First Twitter. off, he's busy as far as engineering. He don't have any extra time <laughs> or room. He's busy. You but know, how can they find all,
1: you? All, all, all the regular socials, I guess. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Cruise Control Control the K. Control Hit me up.
0: Control you the K. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So. So like I said man this is a this is a celebratory uh episode um we're going to have a good time we feeling good it's a beautiful saturday in Oakland California um it's a uh, it's a lot going on in the world right here we also downtown Oakland we hear some protests going on last night but we um, um we still going to have we still going to do it we still going to have a great time i got some special guests in here with me today um of course Marcus Thompson who i mentioned earlier is joining us um, he's here, and also the wonderful Alicia J is here. If you guys don't know Alicia J, she's an entrepreneur, a blogger, podcaster—almost all. She—I don't know what she doesn't do, but we'll let we'll let her describe some of that stuff. Um, introduce yourself, Marcus. Talk to the people,
2: man. You you don't think they know who I am?
0: I don't think they know, man. They don't know. Wow, <laughs> forgot you forgot about out of you,
2: pocket, man? <laughs> Come on,
0: Marcus uh, Thompson of the Athletic of the. Here's keyboard.
2: who I am. Here's, here's who I am. <laughs> I'm the dude who uh wrote uh the the most epic piece about Brownie back when he was a barber. Brownie's so big. I don't, do you even cut hair anymore, by the I, way?
0: I do. I cut hair like uh twice a month.
2: Yeah, see he he has <laughs> he, he, gone from cutting all the time. Now he's now he's too, too good to cut. Alicia, I have one Brownie haircut in my life. And in you, my in my life and it was like by accident he was cutting all the warriors. Was it the playoffs? I, I, Might have been a playoff. Uh, we were, I think we we're at Oracle. At Oracle. It was at Oracle. So he was cutting a bunch of people and uh, I've been pestering him. He's like, come on. So I just hopped in a chair in a the, in the bathroom at Oracle somewhere. Right he, place, right
3: time. Yeah, you know what I'm
0: saying? You, you, know, you, you know what's funny about that story that you're telling right now? I'm a firm believer that if you keep telling yourself something, you'll start to believe that that actually transpired. So Marcus really believe that's, how, that's, that's it how it went down. That's kind of it didn't go down like that. Well, well, how, how did it down. go down? Well, you had you had an appointment scheduled, and I honored that appointment. And you told me if I get my haircut, I need to get I need to feel like I'm a, a five-year NBA vet and I need my haircut at Oracle because I spend a lot of time at Oracle. I said I can make that happen for you. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Okay. Like you said, if you keep
2: telling yourself
0: <laughs> that
2: the story went down, then you start to believe. But we'll go with that one. That one sounds actually pretty good. I like. Uh, I like. That. I like that. Listen, I, I was like at that.
3: Oracle for 13 years and had no hair appointments, not one. So I didn't even know that was happening.
0: Wow. But you, that's because you were standing in the same spot the whole time. I was. I was in that tunnel. <laughs> hey, you, hey, couldn't leave. Couldn't leave. But, couldn't you, leave. but you, were, you, you were making sure the jumbo trials worked correctly. All, what did you? What did you do down there? Explain us what you did do down there.
3: So I worked in uh, game operations. So I was a senior manager of game operations. A Uh, lot of people thought I was in security. mm -hmm. People would ask me if I was in security all the time. But basically everything that was on the court, that wasn't the play of the players. Mm So I'm talking talent. Like you said, what's up on the Jumbotron, all of the media that was shown there. Like I made sure that those were shopped and delivered. Uh Um, Pretty much the environment. Like we created the environment for dub nation. So that had to be so,
0: so that had to be a like a bummer. How, so how did you feel about the move? That's cuz you were really a part of the vibe at Oracle. So how did you feel about the move over to Chase Center?
3: I didn't feel good about it.
0: You didn't feel good I'll about just it.
3: tell you that I resigned before we went over there.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: The best part about Alicia's gig is that she stood in the visiting tunnel. Uh-huh. So every time a team lost, they had to walk by her. Yes,
3: but every every single for time years. they won, they walked by me too. So yeah. I, there was a lot.
0: So so did you have, did you like paint a smile during the wins or when the losses when they walked by? How what was your what was your presence like when they when they walked by you in the tunnel?
3: You know what? It depended on the person that was walking <laughs> by me. <laughs> no, but for the most part, I just tried to keep it impartial. We were still working too. Yeah. Like I had a headset on. People just thought I was sit- sitting there, but there's so many voices telling us what to do yeah. but i will tell you one thing that was super hard is oof, to this day um when cleveland won we had to produce their championship ceremony oh wow and so yeah uh the, the two red- people
2: red- i get asked the most about in my entire career is james the guy with the big afro love uh-huh. james and yeah love james who, like who was the guy with the big afro and then who was the tall girl sitting there the <laughs> That's nobody asked about anybody else more than those
0: two. Well, like, see, now yeah. that I went back, I looked at some pictures, and you didn't have necessarily have the curly hair; you had mm-hmm. longer straight hair. That, and and I actually remembered that. Yeah. Okay. That's when
3: I was rocking my weave. <laughs> now I'm natural. So. <laughs>
0: that 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 Cleveland um, celebration was like, that was like a insult to injury kind of. You know, for them to for them to win it in that fashion on our. On our, on our home. Man, all yeah. y'all too
2: emotional. Y'all tripping. Like, huh? that was one of the great Game 7s of all time. I you got to be the... happy just to be in that moment. Are you calling me a hater? Yeah, you bad. <laughs> yeah. Y'all too emotional. Like, that's one of the great Game 7s of all time. And it happened in Oakland, in a place where stuff like that never was supposed to happen. Marcus, we are about results. You were in the greatest Game 7 <laughs> Like like in twenty years, people will be talking about that. Like that's a great, that's a moment. That's what the NBA was about. I was sitting there like, yo, I really just watched one of the great games of all time.
3: Obviously, ah. it's great to be there, but to produce their actual ceremony, like who wants to do that? I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it I, can, was, it and was hard.
0: I can only call something a great game when my when I'm not emo- If we don't when I'm not emotionally attached to it when we didn't come out on the uh, winning side, I can only call it a great game when I'm not emotionally attached at all. I can't sit there and watch the Oakland Raiders um, lose a, a, a two point matchup to the uh, 49ers and say, oh, that was a great game. There's no way I'm walking away if from it that. If it was a great
2: game, yeah. Nobody remembers like the loss. You remember the moments, the moments. I think, I think over the, the years moment. of you
0: covering sports, I think you probably lost a little bit of your homerism and I think you figured out how to, like, channel that. I, I, I'm not.
2: I'm just so, like, I, I used to watch that stuff on television, right? I'm watching it on TV. Uh-huh. It wasn't, it like, those things were not supposed to happen here. <laughs> they happened everywhere else, right? They happened in Chicago, and L.A. The Warriors were never going to be in a position, this, you know, if you grew up around here, Warriors. Yeah, man, yeah. Warriors were never going to be in position to have that, even the All Star game here was trash, right? Like, <laughs> this,
0: this, that's what—that's great. That's what frustrates me so much about Warrior fans, though. And and um, uh, social media has given everybody a, a voice and a platform. And when I see people complaining about the losing, when I see them complaining about, first off, in my opinion, Draymond, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry—if it all ended today, they don't have—they don't have to give us anything else. And I base that on. Um, the fact that half of my life was losing, they brought us three cha- three championships, and the and the treat they've been to four, and the treatment that they get for for a city that has never experienced winning prior to that, a, a area that's never experienced winning prior to that. The treatment that they get, I don't I I don't think I don't think it I don't think it's fair. I wouldn't even sign autographs or take pictures if I was them anymore. I'd leave it alone. Nah, come on. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't,
2: on. do it, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't it, do it. I would do it. I do feel like we we have this dynamic where we act like where we feel like what happens on social media uh-huh. is the world, but it's actually not there are a lot of people who feel exactly how you feel. They ain't on Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there's a yeah. whole lot of people who yeah. love them, who the unconditional, that they're not like going bad because they lost to the Charlotte, you know, Hornets. But it does feel when you're on social media, it feels like a lot of criticism. So I'll do that. Like I'll go to church and I'll be talking to people about it. They like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, we're not on Twitter. Yeah, but, we have no idea. What yeah, but, so, but, are yeah,
0: but social she, media is the new re kind of the new reality, right? It is. If, if it don't happen on there, it's it, just you know, not a real reality.
3: It's it's <laughs> just not a fake real, reality. It's not real. You can't rely on it. But it is what people go to. Yeah. That that is what they go to now. That's what they kind of look to as as Bible, as they would say. And that's not it's not the case. But that is what people do.
0: Yeah. So if Marcus, if you haven't tweeted a story than you haven't wrote one that's not true at all that's that's not true at all if you don't nah. send me a picture of you in Cabo you didn't and I'm go saying, like so Twitter
2: <laughs> tw- I've been on Twitter since 09, uh-huh. right at some point we just have to evolve and understand that this is not life this is these people aren't even real they're not real people because a real person ain't gonna talk crazy to you like that A real person going to get hands talking crazy like that. So they are being a persona. They're not even being real. You know what I'm saying? LeBron posts something celebrating another player or Steph or KD. And the first thing, the first comment is always win a real ring or something crazy. It's like, that's not a real person. That is somebody who's putting on an act for social media. Because in real life, (laughs) you're going to get these hands, right? Without I feel like we should already be embodying that. Like, we still like in this mindset where social media like we should know better we should know better that this is not real it's fake
3: we should know better but we don't
2: exactly that's just the, that's, that's kind of at what point is it our fault though especially if you over 25 you shouldn't be making decisions based on what happened on ig see see that's it see,
0: see that <laughs> see that's it that 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 brings me to my next point about this conversation We won't spend too much time on, but that brings me to my next point maybe it's uh if you were born do you have you've lived long enough to experience both. Yeah, you know, so you you remember the microwave, and you remember having to warm your food up. You know what probably I'm saying? i saying I remember uh, payphones, and yeah, I remember and cell you phones. remember cell phones. <laughs> but if you were born within the last 15 to 20 years, then the internet is all you know. You don't have anything to gain. So maybe I was having this conversation with a friend of mine, and he was saying, "Why do um, when people go on vacations why they, why can't they put their phones down?" and And because they're not experiencing, they're not having fun. But I said, so my first thought was, I said, man, maybe what fun is has evolved. I said, so if you put, if they all put their phone down, maybe that fun we used to know is not the same fun that it is. Maybe that is the fun. Maybe being able to take pictures and share with people. Maybe that's the fun now. And maybe we need to transition our thinking. That's a sad fun, bro.
3: (laughs) It is very sad. I don't know what fun is in that. But we're also very addicted to our phones and we're conditioned to look at our phones. Okay. And it it is a thing because we look at them all the time. It's designed that way. It's designed that way. Like, we are supposed to. Like, even social media, the algorithm and everything is set to trap you (laughs) into coming back. Mm. So, it's not just kind of like a way of life it's also literally scientific like but that's
2: that's i feel like us people who know the experience outside of it yeah. like it's on us to be yeah. like pull people out of the matrix you know what i'm saying yeah. like you got to kind of got to be like listen yo there's a there, there's there just- is literally another world and and the impact of this is incredible i don't know if y'all seen the documentary social dilemma
0: i've seen that yeah
2: yo, oh, like seen that. you watch that it's like no, my daughter's thirteen. She will not touch social media. Mm. Yeah. Like she won't even know that world. She gonna know a whole different world. Yeah. So now it's like people are crying because of what somebody said on IG. I want her to look at them like they crazy. Yeah. Like what? It's you know it's Instagram, right? Yeah. That's 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 kind of got to be a little bit on us as OGs to show them game. You know, yep. I, that's, yep. that, there's a world outside of social media.
0: I agree with you, but it's also finding that balance because there there is going to be that little part of the, the 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 that wants me to trap my kids in the old school me, and what I grew up knowing, and so you have to find that balance between evolving and some things are just going to be fundamentals that you take that never that are timeless, right? Certain things in life, but. <sighs> At what point do we have to look at the world different and say, "Okay, maybe it's time for us to evolve or we get left behind?
3: But I think it's about perspective, though, too. like not so much ignoring where we are, Mm -hmm. but saying where we've come from, just like anything. Right. And I think that covid, for example, has shown us like what's important. It, It forced us to see what is important. And so giving perspective and saying that there is this other way besides looking at your phone. And besides taking what people say on social media as fact instead of doing your own research, you know, just putting that perspective for people like that is what I think would change. There are universal
2: truths, too. Right. Like kids need to be kids, period. Like that don't change no matter the generation or the times. Kids need to be kids. And when they get older, they're going to be pissed at us because we didn't tell them you need to be a kid. You don't need to be 13 years old acting like you 25
3: Agreed, Michael Jackson created
2: Neverland Ranch because uh, he never got
0: to have a childhood. I know, but oh, if you, you Mar- but it come uh, but, on, Marcus. <laughs> I know, come on. But if you, but if you cross the border and you go to different countries, uh, you have 13 years old, have the responsibilities of uh, the, and all the depends. But they're right?
2: not saying, Yeah, let's have that, they're saying, I want to get to America where I don't have to do that. <laughs> But but I would also
3: say you can't take it away completely, though, because when you go into schools, everything is digital now. Like every single thing. And sometimes even when you're trying to shelter your kid from that stuff, they get it at school. Like that's my niece started like she's on what the Google, whatever. they do all their stuff and documents on there. Uh They have to you know, interact socially and things of that nature. So it's like, you can't take it away completely because then they're not going to know what to do with the times. Well, that's why I feel
2: good about doing it because I'm not taking it away completely. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the experience without that, right? I'm going to show you another way. The world going to show you like I can't, I can't stop. Like my daughter knows Drake songs. I'm like, how you even know this? Right, right. She's gonna know. She's gonna know TikTok. I can't stop it. Yeah. But if I participate now, she will never get an experience outside of the social media. If I, if I'm doing, if I'm, if I got her on social media, then she go to her friend's social media. School got her on social media. Who creates the experience that's outside of it? She will never get it. You know what I'm saying? Just like the same with language, right? If 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 she everywhere she talks and she she's hearing speech and it's like uh, uh, the same kind of speech. Well, when she get home, I want her to be able to say, yo, you know what? In our house, we use vocabulary. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? In our house, we spoke, you know what I'm saying? So when she go out into the streets, like she won't be able to say, I've never heard this before. I feel like that's on, like, we got to do that. We got to kind of... Like, cause we do know another time, we do yeah. know another way. We we we've seen the lights, yeah. and we holding that light to ourselves. Brownie is an OG because he's seen it, he's seen it all. And and low key, I know he's trying to front like he like twenty five and new millennium all that. But the reason they love Brownie is because he do got the OG perspective. You know what I'm saying? He do be telling these twenty five year olds, "Hold on, player, let me give you some of this wisdom from the '90s." True, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Uh,
0: when I you ain't twenty five, bro. You Cut know, it out. You know, you know when I, you know, you know when I first,
1: <laughs> you, you know, stuff?
0: you know I was like, I was like, late thirties when I got in the, you know, when I really got yeah. in the game as far as you know, working with professional athletes. And at first, I, I used to like align myself in. I find my. I'm looking at videos. I'm partying with them. You know what I mean. I'm in all the places. We didn't. We didn't travel through. I'm doing everything. And then I I realized that that really wasn't my role, really. That really wasn't my space. I had something bigger. I was there for a purpose. So once I really accepted my role that I, okay, you the OG, We we, we need some game. You know what I'm saying? And once I started to do that, then I really started to thrive and get even more comfortable in them spaces. But I got a question for you though, both of you guys. How do you think social media has affected true or quote unquote, true journalism? Um, as far as what we traditionally know as uh, news uh, anchors and uh, sports reporters, the sideline reporters, writers. How do you think? Because it looks like it's opened the door and given access to the average Joe to be able to come in. Hey, I can do. I'm going to go ahead and report Um on the Warriors, I'm going to report on the Raiders or the Knicks or whoever, and they're actually starting to gain some following. And also professional athletes have realized that, look, I don't have to go to ESPN. I don't have to, uh, I don't have to be a part of Yahoo sports or TNT or whatever it is. I can, I actually am the content. I can own my own content. I can do my own thing. I got, I got, uh, mil. I came into this thing. I left college with a million followers and a blue verified check on Instagram. What the hell do I need uh, ESPN for? How do you, how do you guys feel about that perspective? And that's going to take us into.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously everyone has their own narratives and, mm-hmm. and social media is a way that you can control those. Mm-hmm. Now it comes good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like as you saw with Paul Pierce.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as you
3: saw with that, like, yeah um he got on live
0: mm-hmm.
3: um in a situation
0: <laughs> a real it, life oh, just a real life situation i didn't find anything wrong right. with it do you guys see anything wrong with the fall pierce situation
3: there was only two things that i saw well, what a, you one is kind
2: of
0: up his wife
3: <laughs> it's not he's not married he no not married no. I, well that i that was one of the things so i heard he was married okay. i saw conflicting I was, things yeah. i thought he was married and for me You messing up your wife's like like your union like you are misrepresenting that union. Yes. So that is the the thing that I had a problem with. And then also, and I know what people are gonna say, but did the strippers? Okay, what's the PC term? Professional. Mm -hmm. dancers dancers were they
0: allegedly were they strippers Were they was that was was that his new girlfriend he just having. they're just on it celebrating there was (laughs) multiple
3: girlfriends in the room one was performing in the background and i'll just say this did they give consent to be on video or on live obviously those were
0: they smiled really the camera they were ready
3: it, it doesn't mean that they had consent i'm just saying you don't know that you you can't go to me going live is something that you should talk to people about in the room first. And I just, I don't know. Nope. I'm not saying that he didn't, but I'm just saying that that is the only other problem that I have with it. I'm, now, positive, that
0: actually, I'm positive that live benefited their careers. That, in, that reminds Whatever me. their careers were.
3: We don't know that though. There was, well, I didn't watch the whole thing. So did y'all watch the whole thing?
2: I saw the clips that were
3: on social media. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying there, from what there I understand. Was there like a long, bigger version? Well, from, I don't know. Oh. I saw the clips too, but I just I didn't see anything in total. But from what I understand, the person there was somebody in the background, like actually like dancing. Like, did she say yes to being on live? Like, I don't know. I look, say what you want to say. That
2: reminds me of when Snap was first popping in the uh, NBA, and people would just be popping up with Snap, and people be like, dude, you got <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, it's a, something." Just
0: it's, a, it's, <laughs> a, it's a because we live in the because we live in such a a, a, a clout chase-y, uh environment in society now. I'm I'm positive they didn't have any. I'm positive that their stocks went through the roof after that. After that live, they didn't have. I any. hope it, it was worth it because they didn't. took it. As, they took it as promotion. But I will say this: we're in California. Marijuana, weed is legal. First off,
3: yeah, I didn't have a problem. With there isn't
0: that. a there isn't a there isn't a person alive that didn't get married and have a bachelor party and have uh, strippers I show up to the. I didn't. Okay, you're the anomaly. Uh, in that, but he alive, it he's alive and he's sitting right here. I so that wasn't literal. <laughs> that wasn't literal. So, so what I'm saying is, in and we all know. Uh, I think some of the standards and in the and in the and uh, the uh, traditions of the white things. I think that's a little bit uh stuffy and old fashioned in a sense. We live in the we live in America. America was built on a lot worse than what we saw. Paul Pierce you know what we seen Paul Pierce partaking. I I, I I thought it was who ha,
2: who went, has a problem with what Paul Pierce did
3: obviously i personally my thing is like that's what you were doing if you want to show it show it like yeah. that's but i was just concerned with the other people in the room because did they have a choice to show his, it that was my only argument with the it.
2: mistake he made was forgetting who he worked for that's the mistake he made like he's in a, in the end he's an employer and his boss is
3: disney exactly <laughs> like, but what
2: are you doing <laughs>
3: the the thing that was so intriguing to me the most about this is he shrugged his shoulders afterwards i'm like oh yeah well.
2: he uh, he clearly didn't yeah
3: and that goes back to brownie's point yeah. about owning your own narratives yeah. and being able that, to yeah. push your own voice because he's gonna get a deal that's far better than what he just yeah. left i mean i think somebody i think they're probably doing it for publicity but I already gave him a six feet like proposed a six-figure deal for him to be on his own show and run his own narrative. And he'll, he'll make even more than he did. Yeah. And that's the,
0: and that's the power of it. The social media aspect of it. That is the, that's the power of owning your own content. And, and, and I I hate to always throw out LeBron James, but they're so, they're so far ahead of that curve. They've been pushing this narrative for probably the last 10 years or so of trying to get athletes to realize and understand that we thought Antonio Brown, probably not the sharpest tool in the shed, but we thought he was nuts when he pulled out the, uh, when he pulled out the camera in the locker room after they won, was that a playoff game they won and he got in trouble. Yeah, And and so we thought he was nuts, but he kind of understood that when you're on the football field, they want you to represent that shield, not your actual self. And you keep that helmet on, actually you get a, you get a penalty if you take that helmet off, you know, on the field, but guys are starting to understand that we are the, we are the content. We are the product. We are the product Mm -hmm. with the talent, with the content outside of that. You have, you have, you have nothing. And now social media has provided the same style platforms that you can get. There's, there's nothing that um, ESPN can give you that, you can't, that uh, a tweet from LeBron James can't get you, right? So
2: I don't understand what the issue is if they're willing to deal with the consequences of their employer. Like, what's the problem? I mean, are we saying they shouldn't have consequences? Because Antonio Brown, should he not have been pen- penalized or should uh, Paul Pierce should not have been fired? Like, because I-, I don't get what the problem is. I'm, I'm having a hard time seeing what the problem is.
0: The, pro- the I think the problem comes in is that he was fired wow how come he get rights but they don't
3: yeah I don't honestly I don't think listen he knew what he signed up yeah, for exactly. when he signed the contract no, for, sure. for that job knew. but I think the interesting part is just that people are now seeing what those contracts yeah. do to them yeah. they're seeing that these companies do own their likeness and who they are and give them parameters on what they can say and what they can do but but and ha- now they're creating every their own lane to be able to be themselves clause, but hasn't he, them.
0: but hasn't he had multiple job offers? Uh, i'm just die. saying yeah. if he Sixth made ten. a calculated
2: choice that i'm gonna do this and if i might get fired oh well like that's fine this idea that he shouldn't be fired like oh I if i run a company i get to pick what type of people i want around period it's listen, my company listen. and if he doesn't want to do that he can feel free to leave i don't see what the problem if is if paul
0: pierce was if paul pierce was actually good at his job he still would be there right now that's the choice of the company though if yeah, I, I own the
2: company, I could decide what I'm overlooking, what I'm not. Like I don't understand, Paul Pierce has every right to do what he wants to do, including behave how he wants to behave. And if he signed a contract and he violates it, he can move on and get another gig. Right, right, yeah. But I don't know if we're saying if the if the narrative is he shouldn't have been fired. I don't understand why he gets all these rights and not the company.
0: Yeah, but there's labor there's labor laws and stuff too. Period. And I, and I know that's private industry, but if you if you if you went through life and you said okay. That's the prerogative of the company. There'd be millions of just everyday working people that'd be out of jobs just because the company said. Uh, we... Actually, they wouldn't be because you gotta have cause to fire people, and clearly they did.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> that's
0: what we're disputing. We dispute the, right. co- we're well, well, that's, the call. Not,
2: that's a so now we're not talking about what Pierce did. We're talking about what's what's more what's the moral yeah. code of the conduct, right? Uh, that's but literally he signed the deal, so that's, that's no. Dirty. And I
3: agree. I actually my argument isn't that he could have fired him they did fire him and it was part of that when he did it i think he wasn't tripping at all but that but that's my my thing is that it's so interesting how and i'm glad that athletes people in general have these avenues to go and tell their own stories and do whatever they want to now granted i think what is he worth like he, yeah, he he has he the ability. Like it's different than us. Like walking away from a yeah, he, 1.5 million Paul's opportunity. Yeah, he he's straight. <laughs> but at the same time, he knows the the power that he has to be able to create something on his own because those opportunities weren't there. Like what 15 years ago? 10? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't as abundant as it is now. And I think it's a driving force in media. It is. Hey, Period. I'm just, I'm just sports I, media, especially. I, my, look,
0: the no bright question. side of it to me, I'm enthused that he finally got the farewell uh, tour that he was. He thought he was Kobe. He thought he was Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> but he finally got the farewell too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that,
2: that's Draymond part. still was out of pocket for that, man. Uh, like, no. Draymond cut deep <laughs> on that one. Like, dang Dre, you gotta chill. Oh
0: man, he fi- he got the farewell too. Still ain't learned either. Like, you cannot go to war with Draymond. He's no, going to go for juggler. Absolutely but not. not, not. He's gonna get the last word every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every time. What so that brings us to another discussion. Shannon Sharp uh For the last five years, whenever there's like some uh, uh, social unrest, anything going on, he speaks openly to Skip Bayless um, about it. And it always strikes, it, it, it seems to me like he's trying creative ways to get Skip Bayless to understand what it's like to be black. Am I wrong? If you say I got black friends and you can't empathize with what the plight that they're going through right now, you don't have black friends you know black people. There's a difference between the two. That is true. See, that's what that's what we're starting to see when they speak out. He, the Brian Urlachers and all these other talking about, I got black friends. No, you know black people because you you lack empathy. You see what they're going through. You see what's happening and you pretend because it's political.
3: And Skip will never, ever, ever understand it. He'll never get that. Never. He, he, he,
0: he, he goes, Shadow Sharp, he digs deeper, digs deeper. He keeps, th- comes up with all these crazy analogies. To try to get Skip will never understand. No. Skip seemed like he's uh he he's starting to empathize a little bit, but
3: Yes, a little bit. But every time you watch these conversations that he has with Skip, Skip mm. always centers himself. He always brings it back to well, I, I watched a clip last night where he was talking about a black woman who helped raise him. Uh-huh. And and he was centering it. Well, I had, you know, I had a black woman help raise me. So mm. I know that doesn't mean that you understand, Skip. <sighs> it doesn't mean it and i feel bad for shannon because he's literally just like trying to get this man to understand what it's like and he won't that's the, ever that, understand that's
0: the that's the the So why fi- try?
3: <laughs> that's the 50
0: 60 year old i have a black friend argument right and that's where that's what shannon sharp you know talked about right if you're not social media has also made it easy for us the ones of us that have white friends it makes it easy for people to your job is easy. You can just go on there and share something. You see a post, screenshot it, boom, I posted it, now I satisfied all my black friends, right? What what is it? <laughs> but but yeah. they're but they're also but they're also in a position that they're like, damn, well, I can't win for losing. What is it that we're expecting when we talk about allies? What is it that we're expecting from
2: or, or, you know, again, the world isn't social media. You can't make a post on social media thinking you, <laughs> you're part of race relations. No, yeah.
3: <laughs> but let me read his exact quote just okay. to give context. Um, okay. If you say I got black friends and you can't empathize with the plight blacks are going through right now, you don't have black friends. You know, black people
0: mm. you don't have black friends. You know, black people. Hmm.
3: Marcus, I mean, what down. would you say about that? I feel like it's a open and shut case. Like, there's nothing to argue there.
2: I don't. Yeah, I don't have a counter for it for sure. Right. Like, uh, yeah. If you if you can't get this, then I don't even know what to tell you. But
0: what can? But what could our white? What could your white friend do? At that point, after hearing something like that, what could they do to to prove to you that I am a friend? You want me to do? Do they? What what do they do now? Is there? It's, like, it's almost I mean, like a no win, right?
2: You know, if they if they really about that life, they could you know slide some of that inheritance this way. Kind of <laughs> give even, up some of their give even up, the scales. Give up privilege. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? No, I'll just play. Uh, what, do they, what do they do? Look, um, the answer to that question is not right after he said that. The answer to that question is how you live your life. So yeah. if you wait for this moment to validate yourself, to be like, no, I'm ready. Like, well, you should have been doing that, right? Like that's. This experience that you're on, like, I can't wait for uh, uh, a woman to say something and then for me to be after it be like, so what can I do? Like, man, I, I, I interact with women all the time. I should be, I should already be part of that. So yeah. there isn't a, there isn't a, a, a solution. There isn't a magic pill. There's no red, blue pill. It's like, how do you live your life? How do you interact with people? How are you growing? How are you learning? Don't come asking, what book should I be reading? Because somebody got shot. Like, you should have been reading. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I don't know what to tell you. I don't have a magic book for you. Uh, white fragility ain't going to do it. So right. it's too late at that point. And I don't know what to tell them. How and was
0: how was it for you? How was it for you growing up? You said you, you told me your, your mom was white. Dad's, yeah. dad's black. How was it for you? How was that dynamic?
3: So um, I actually have had some really, really hard conversations with my mom because even though my mom absolutely loves me, she w- my mom would take a bullet for me. Like My mom will protect me to the end. She's mm-hmm. always been there for me. She's my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. She'll never understand who I am as a black woman, mm-hmm. period. And I've had to have that conversation with her because it's hard for me to have any type of discussion about race mm-hmm. because... She does have white privilege, you know, so when we have these conversations, it's very frustrating because she won't understand what I am saying or how I walk through this world or what happens to me as a black woman. Mm -hmm. Um, She doesn't understand the way that I feel. Even when I went home right now at this current moment and our neighbors had the don't tread on me flag up and the Blue Lives Matter flag up next door to my house. My my home that I grew up in or when I walked down the street when I was little and the first time I was called a nigger was somebody saying it from a house, Mm. calling it, calling me and my brother that. And I'm like, what was I like, nine years old? Mm. So where was this in Beaverton, Oregon? Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. So when I grew up, I I moved from Portland, Oregon. Um, we lived in a black community. I was surrounded by black people. I lived with my father. And then when my parents got divorced, um, we my mom moved us to Beaverton. And it's a very short time away, but um, I was berated for my race and also my height the entire time that we were there. Even when I did play basketball and I was, you know, a star, I guess you would say, at, in high school or whatever, I still got it. I got it called on the court. <laughs> like, mm. I... Honestly, when you talked about my weave earlier, like, mm. I didn't go natural until... I didn't, I didn't
0: talk about your no, weave. I, I noticed the difference but, in hair. But I do want to tell kidding. you the reason
3: why I had that was because uh, I hated yeah, my natural hair. Okay. okay. I was conditioned to not like myself or my hair mm-hmm. or, or my height, my race, or anything like that. Mm. And I was bullied both physically, mentally, and all of that, mm. verbally. So, um, and, and no, I don't want anyone to think, because I'll put a weave in my hair in a minute. Like, it's it's not... But the reason You're for me to life, have it, huh? I'm a, listen, I'll change up my hair in a second. Like, but the reason why I had it at that time was because I didn't like my natural hair because I was conditioned not to like it. And also corporately, it's not really adopted, but that's a whole nother podcast that oh, we can man. talk about.
2: Can I, can I ask a real serious question? Sure. Yeah. Like, um, and you know, keep in mind when I ask this, like, it's because I'm, I'm really curious and it's really important. hmm
0: Y'all really listen to Sk- Shannon and Skip? I don't. I, li- I don't. I, I, oh I, no! I, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. listen. I, I'm on social. I'm on social media, and so sometimes you, sometimes you, you're a pig. Like no, listen. I I follow people that listen to. So I'm a product of my social media environment. Sometimes.
3: Well, and also that was a quote that went viral. I mean, it was like everywhere. And so when you yeah, see that, like, that's what I, mean. yeah, I was it, talking it. like you alls faithful but,
2: listeners. I was like, I don't know no, what's going definitely on definitely not. I, I never watched. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> definitely not. Uh,
3: I'm but, glad we got
2: that cleared up, Ben. Because you know, I was wondering about these two over here.
3: You're about to get up and leave. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he. But that's not. That's not the first. He he does this once a year. You know, around these issues. And now we got. uh It's still going on. Um, I don't even want to – I want to wait on the conversation about, you know, the, uh, the Chauvin case and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what the verdict and that is going to be. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's interesting, although I feel like there's no defense there. The defense was horrible, all that stuff. But how could you defend that? But anyway, but I really would like to kind of – while we're on in, in uh, talking, I would like to talk about the uh, mass shootings just a, a, a tad bit. And when I looked at the statistics, I don't actually have the numbers in front of me. But the amount of, of mass shootings that has have happened within the last 10 years are insane. But I noticed something and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. they've de- they've defined a mass shooting as four or more. And I wonder if that was strategically done, right? Because if you do that, then you change the narr- then you start to shift the narrative. We all know that. All the the mass shootings that have been done by uh, white Americans dealing with middle issue a uh, mental issue or whatever that, that that narrative is, it's been eight to twenty. But if you if you drop that number down and call a mass shooting uh, four or more, when I started to look at and read the cases of, a lot of those have just been. You know they've been able to include gang violence and things of that nature in the mass shooting when we know that these are two totally different things. They're uh, they're fueled by two totally different things. Neither one is right. But I'm trying to figure out. Uh, it's like we're in a space where they're literally trying to clean up and not trying to say, okay, mass shooting is specific to this uh, group of people. How do you, how do you guys feel about the mass shootings overall? Well, they're at.
3: Yeah, they're obviously <laughs> terrible. I think, actually, I know there's been 147 mass shootings 147. this year alone, um, 610 last year. But
0: do you know? Do you know in that 147, they're they're actually including shootings, not even just people getting shot. Drive by so shootings. four people get shot. Four people get shot. One get hit in the ankle. One get hit in the leg. Other injured. Nobody died. They're considering that a mass shooting. But we all know that's different than somebody just walking into a church and and leveling the whole church or walking into a grocery store and just, we know that's different. But now they're, they're changing the narrative by including these other
3: events in there. That's
0: how you get to that number.
3: But I would also say, <sighs> yes, those are different things. But shootings in general... I like, was going to say, is, it, is and, it
2: better? if No, if no. <laughs> is this year? But it's not. Like, oh, it, don't even trip. That's that's just
1: for.
0: It's not. But why are we able to have a, a certain type of violence that's exclusive to us when they want to paint, when they start to talk about gang, gang violence, violence and they yeah. want to talk about that? They want to make that exclusive. Well, you, why not? You can have your category, too.
2: I would say even if they're trying to include like four more into yeah. the mat, you know, to to make to Diversify the mass shootings, it's yeah. not working. Everybody knows white people, yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's a bad PR plan <laughs> you know what I'm saying? to save <laughs> like, four like, more. Well, yeah, so there's a mass <laughs> shooting there, anybody, especially if it's in like Indiana or Colorado, anybody thinking that's a you know, that's a yeah. like you automatically know I'm doing it is. Matter of fact, remember the uh, the DC sniper, yeah, we were all like, <laughs> was, yeah, like, like it was like. Yo, that dude was black.
0: <laughs> we was tripping like, no way. This yeah. is
2: crazy. But I, 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 think know that, I, is. I think
0: that was why it was took so long for them to catch him because nobody would have thought that. that Bro, he was, he was, was walking was around a place. <laughs> right. I, hey. I tell you, I think I, about it all the time. I go to the gym in the mornings, and I'm at the gym, and I think, like, damn, this is, like, anytime you're in the public, like, I, life is changing. It yeah. changes yeah. the way you look. You go anywhere. You go to the mall. You're looking around. People come in the barbershop. They want to just use the bathroom. You know, if you, it's like it, it starts to it starts to it starts to program the profiling yeah. now. You,
2: you know what I mean? Here's the part that I don't get. Right. Especially for all these uh, gun advocates. Right. I'm waiting for some Second Amendment like, you know, preacher, somebody who's like, you can't take away my guns. I want to see one of these mass shootings get dropped by somebody who got a gun. Like they, t- mm, you talk yeah, all this best, and you the, never
0: save the, poli- the day the with police, your trap. Right, the police have the, the police have the guns and the opportunity. But
2: I'm saying, nah, nah. They talk about I gotta have my gun on me for protection. Right. If somebody comes shoot up a grocery store. Why that dude never get dropped by a civilian with a pistol? Right. Like, where, like, are the, if it, where are the, are the guns? that you know are for where, protection. You, you said you, we need to protect. How many? You said how many? 147. Yeah. All of them this died, all, the ones that died, all of them got killed by police or got arrested. Ain't nobody ever been like, oh, I'm strapped. I'm ready for this moment. Let me drop the dude. There, there's a it there's a, never happened. There's
0: a, there's, a, there's a statistic in California that says 10% of gun owners in California own 10 or more guns. Yeah. So that means that, so that's, right there, that the heart doesn't come with that.
2: I'm just saying, the dude's is, posted at the Capitol with the straps, like, how come you in, in Aurora, Colorado, you can't drop the dude who's shooting random
0: people? Right. Because the, a lot of time, uh, some, some heart gotta be attached to, to, to some of that. Cause it cause you,
2: <laughs> I just don't get that. Like, man, I'm saying, if we in here, right, if we, if you strap, and somebody just in here, just shooting up Whole Foods and you got a gun. What you gonna do? Hide behind the vegetables, like, <laughs> or you gonna pull out your piece?
3: That's why you carry. right? That's the right? point, That's you the point it of you carrying That's it. what you got it for.
0: And I think yeah. a lot. I think a lot of people Monday morning quarterback that whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My gun was jammed. Oh, like, <laughs> stuck like yeah. yeah. But I, it, it, I guess it's hard to, it's hard to know how you, uh, how you would react. I mean, I
2: got it, bro, but it's so many. There's not one. Can we get one time where it's like right. the hero dropped the dude? Can we YouTube? get
0: Can we get one time where the police drop the right. dude? And, and that's the yeah, thing. That's you're,
3: liter- you're literally <laughs> shooting <laughs> all of these people who don't even have anything. Yeah, yeah. But the person who's time. actually shooting bullets out of their gun, you can't take them down. This, and then you put them in the car and you take them to Burger King. This,
0: this, like, this, I yeah, can't do it. This Dante Rice right, situation, this dude got pulled over for... A, I guarantee fifty percent of Oakland is driving around with expired tags through
3: East Oakland right now. Well, and they said it was expired tags, but he told his mom on the phone it was air fresheners. So they yeah. can say what that narrative. They can say they whatever they want to. The air but they pulled which all
2: those little laws is designed to give you exactly. reasons to pull people over. Pulled exactly, press- so all Designed there.
0: to pull you over to see if there's something else going on. Give them something to do. And you see, and then the thirteen year old dude
2: who got killed he had his hands up. Yeah, video show yeah, we talked. We
0: talked about Shot that. Shot him in his chest. We, we, we talked about that. Uh, we talked about that earlier. You know, I was wondering if it, I didn't see the video, but I was wondering if that was a situation where he, he had the piece on him and did one of you know, you, you, you on the block and you got your bundle and you just see the boys and you toss it real quick, but they already saw you. And was it like a bang bang thing like that? Or was it like body uh, cam or showed him like this? Body cam
2: showed him like this, bro.
3: Hands like, up. There was gotcha. a light, like literally a light on him. He has his hands up and gotcha. then they shoot him in the chest.
0: It's like they just on, it's like they, uh it's like they on um, go.
2: We to the point where we wishing like police kill people, like just to make it fair. Like what what, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. Like how come you ain't kill him? <laughs> like, this,
0: is what and, kind of, this is crazy. And yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't see, I'm, I'm for, I'm for gun control. I don't, I don't see a reason why anybody needs more than one, you know.
2: Not to mention like how many people on our side of this in jail for having a weapon. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: And, and majority of the time we're talking the difference between, you know, uh illegal uh weapons compared to registered, you know what I mean? And and the, I don't I don't I don't think the background check thing, I think that's null and void. I, I don't think that's relevant because I could snap today. If something could send me over the air I may have never ever been to the hospital for right. for you know what I'm saying for uh uh anxiety or any type of mental anything but
3: well, people don't even need that anymore. People are making one of the biggest things that Biden has in like the reform that he's proposing uh-huh. Uh-huh. is the ghost gun part. People are like making them 3D guns now in their homes. They don't need any of that. So that's one of the biggest things that he's doing reform do for. Him.
2: Is it like Play-Doh? Like how you making? I don't know. Uh,
0: is
3: it
2: called? You, that's go, beyond me. Ghost guns or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you can make or it or in that? a printer, like a 3D printer like what like i don't even get that concept like Listen, I, don't need I need that. that printer like can yeah. you make something else can yeah. you make like a
3: house you, you can make pretty much <laughs> anything on 3d printing <laughs> at this point
2: <laughs> Can you make some j's right. i won't be on the sneakers app ever again if i can 3d print me some j's yeah, i
0: they they uh there was a there was a there was a uh there was a post i saw and it said uh from a friend of mine who said i wish that we could retaliate without consequences when these things happen. I wish there was a scenario to where we could, uh, a a, a black man could lose his life to the hands, an unarmed black man could lose his life to the hands of police and then we could retaliate without um, consequences. That- Retaliate on who? Mm -hmm. The police. And I think it came on the, I think it also came out of frustration based on um, watching the, uh, the kid get pushed out of his neighborhood by the old army vet that that uh video was yeah. kind of circulating yeah 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 um so all of that so people started thinking about just kind of retire but you know the difference is like um my take on that is sometimes when it's a cause big enough you don't worry about the consequences and i think that, i think that's kind of what's going on i think i think we uh there there was always those uh memes going around about we're not our ancestors hey,
2: I, they which is so disrespectful. It's so super disres- super <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> but it got but
0: it got to the point where um, the people before a lot of people before us just did what they had to do for the cause, and they didn't worry. They didn't concern. They was they were ready to die for you know what they yeah. believed in. Not many of us are, are. We our activism goes as far as social media. A lot of the time we, we we put something on Facebook and we think we're Martin Luther King now. You know what I mean? And we not we not in the uh, we we not in the field. You no. know. I same with I. I I, the preachers ain't in, in the field like they once were. You know what sure I mean? Know. They not out. They in the pulpit waiting for us to come to them, and they not in the. They not leading like I don't know. It's the Times of change. It's just different now. Yeah, it's way different.
3: It's completely different, but you know,
0: we too comfortable though. We got a lot of comfort.
2: We got a lot of spoils. Yeah. They, they didn't have the luxuries that we no.
3: have.
0: So. It's, it's that's, easy to put your feet up. That's why know? I feel yeah. like everybody will t- end up taking this vaccine, not to change the subject, but you street, they don't even have to force you to do it. You you take away the luxuries, and we don't know how to operate. You know, you take away some of the things that we're used to, and you know, and, and we just don't know how to operate no more. As soon as they tell us we can't party, go to, we can't fly, we can't do these things, party's
2: over. Everybody getting a shot in no right? I don't know. I went to Disney World without it. Really? Uh, Are you vaccinated? Nah, and I went to Disney World. I was on that plane double masked up.
3: I know. Um.
2: <laughs> do you plan? Do you plan <laughs> on getting vaccinated? No, I'm gonna get vaccinated. I not yeah. yet. Johnson and Johnson. I, well, that's what I wanted. That's cha- everything changed. But why did that. you
3: want Johnson and Johnson? Cause just because it was the one, one shot,
2: shot man. I, I want the one shot. I ain't trying to do that
3: twice. See, I was trying to space it out to Everybody see what the first about, one did. Yo, that, you know,
2: so so first
0: so, one so knock you, you down then just So, so the second will knock you down. So you, you So you to, just
3: want to take both of them at the same time and just really knock yourself down? Yeah, then it's one time. So,
0: so you're willing to you lose, you're willing to sacrifice 15% of protection for the true. inconvenience That's of a
2: second shot. That's not true. That's not true. Prove it. How is it not true? <laughs> If you if if you are in the scope of the non-effective part, mm-hmm. like no matter which one you take, you all bad. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know what I'm saying. And and if we're talking J and J, it's effective keeping you out of the hospital and and from dying. Absolutely. Right? You know what I'm saying. So that ain't that the goal.
3: <laughs> no, I mean that's what a vaccine. Does, you know, and I think there's also a misconception that like you can just roam. And
2: Free. It ain't 15, it's like, 10, 7. It's like no, ninety it, and it 83. had a bigger
3: percentage than the other ones of not being eighty-three. <laughs> I mean, I'm still no, it was it if was I'm gonna take the shot, I'm gonna make sure that I get the most percentage. I took both.
0: Stock. I I took the first one piece when of the But it's cake. the
2: people who are already safe saying that. Like if you ain't got a pre existing condition, <laughs> if you ain't like Hey, what was going to happen I, anyway? Hey, It's
0: all good until it ain't all good,
3: Marcus. Yes. Hey,
2: man. Maybe maybe I just have uh, too much. Um, I, I don't believe this a vaccine is going to save me anyway. So pick which one. Get, pick which one. I was going for the convenience of one shot. Because, you know, I do have a, a job. I do have a wife and daughter. And I, I was trying not to be laid up
0: twice. Well, I understand yeah. the Moderna vaccine has more RAM. And download space in the chip that is different than the than the Johnson and Johnson. Ones. Facts. And true. so, if something went wrong with it, the, and that'd be, so yeah, you're saying
2: everybody who got Johnson and Johnson done, the dude no, from Pfizer is saying it's like you're an gonna Android, have to get a
0: third one anyway. It's like having an I've, Android compared to the an dude iPhone. from
2: Pfizer saying you're gonna have to get this <laughs> annually. <laughs> Listen, you know at what the I'm saying? end of the day,
3: we don't because know. this ain't
2: nothing but a like, stock play. Yeah, wow. you about to be at Walgreens every year? Like, yo, let me get that
0: Rona shot. Have you ever had an Android phone? No. So, have you ever had an Android phone? Then that's what that's what it feels like to kind of get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Uh, so you, are you just, loyal to Apple for some reason? It just makes life a
2: lot easier. That's because you got an Apple. Yeah. If you got an Android, You your life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It just makes like you, we set tripping on technology companies now. <laughs> but like, that's but that's what they're saying. We got put in us computer chips. Yeah, I, I believe it. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. I believe you're it. not a conspiracy theorist. You dip you, you deeper thinking than that. No, but I believe uh, they already have
3: us tracked anyways. I'm like, like, yeah, we. There's so, so many different you ways you they on have social us tracked. Media, like, yeah. like you tracked you good. We tracking ourselves. Did good. you
0: guys? Did you guys see? I I, I, I was going to talk about the uh, little Nas X thing with the uh, but that's such old news now. But I did see this one thing. I did Thank see God. Kid. I did see Kid Cudi with a dress on, and I, I, I'm curious to get y'all take on what y'all felt about the spaghetti straps and um, and the summer dress.
3: I obviously have no problem. I don't have a problem. Who with Who is it. Kid Cudi? Uh, okay. I'm just All right. uh, <laughs> let's start from the beginning. I'll just um, <laughs> My thing was the dress just wasn't a good dress. Like I felt like he could have been styled better. Mm-hmm. I just thought I, I really honestly she went
2: at that dude no, fashion now.
3: Listen <laughs> I was just like, what is he even wearing? I don't care that it's a dress, but it could have been a better dress. Right. Like I don't know who let him put it, that. It was an on.
2: homage to Kurt Cobain, right?
3: Okay. Yeah. But and they I could have it homaged it type. better. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it just it didn't even fit I mean, him. But right. mean, but if Kurt like,
2: Cobain had on a bad dress, you can't come out here and outshine Kurt Cobain, right? It's yes like you showing can. up at a wedding with a better dress than the bride.
3: No, but like that You kinda
2: gotta dumb it down.
3: You're literally like you said it in homage to him. Like it's not exact. So make it right. I don't know. I just was like who and I think it was Virgil um Abloh. I think it was him, but still like I don't know. So nobody could have had a better dress. That's all I'm saying. That was my So
0: we so we just don't care let me see this dress. So we just don't care. Nobody cares about the just the feminization of uh, uh a uh, uh, black men and none of that we just don't matter none of it none of that matters ain't he just, the
2: one feminizing
0: himself no i know but but that's a different that, that's you know a you choice. know it's a deeper agenda right This has been going on for this cool. so you think
2: right. like the, the the chip he got from his vaccine opened up the back room to the Illuminati where they were like bro, can you put on a dress because we trying to demasculate black men no but no but oh, i'm trying try, try to figure out what the game plan is the dude wore a dress like that's his choice well, I, I don't care what he
0: but does. you but it's bigger than him though look at if ju- they
2: gave this dude a tv show and you know all right now this is the media saying but the dude wore a dress and posted it on like that's a personal choice
0: so he know. so he wore what was the backstory of that so he wore a dress representing some uh it was a cause that he put the dress on
3: no he was paying like like marcus said to um kurt cobain okay like it was just an homage to him okay. apparently last time he did but, it, it
2: was like a, a a jacket oversized jacket with a sweater okay. like it's he just wore the dress this time
3: yeah it just wasn't a good dress would you however put, would you put a dress on no i would not put a dress okay on. no so but ahead. one thing that really stood out to me i rock a
2: kilt though <laughs>
3: so how is that different? Come on, like how? Okay, I was about to say like, yeah. but but for me, everyone was like saying how brave he was to stand up and, and wear dress, being a cisgendered man, and yeah. like all of this. And okay, whatever. But at the same time, there are people who are transgendered who first of
0: where are going for I just found cis. Explain to us what that means. I just found out about that, and a lot of, if you if you don't know what that means, um she's gonna explain to us what that means
3: well listen i am not an expert in this okay i am still learning <laughs> yeah. myself and okay. i think that everybody is still learning themselves but however um it's somebody who identifies as a man and was born as a man
0: okay so i would be considered cisgender the gender you yes. were born as right?
3: yes as well also cisgender. and you identify as yeah cisgender
2: yeah. male Cisgender means you identify as the sex you were born right? yeah. yeah
3: but there are people who are who identify as transgender who wear dresses that are literally killed because of yeah it. so let me ask you this and so
2: if he is helping some young person who probably you know is traumatized and being if he's helping is it is it a good thing if he wears a dress and, and he's helping some young kid who's having who's having to deal with this and now he feels better about who he is, and more brave and more courage because he watched Kid Cudi. I mean, the, the Kid Cudi talks about mental health too, right? Right. He's and and I know a guy specifically who who talks about Kid Cudi as like his albums helped him deal with his depression. So we you, we, would, say, we, would, we, would, we would praise that if he helped the kids with depression. Can we praise that if he's helping some kid be comfortable? Uh, as he works out, or his uh his gender as he grows
0: up, but this, but it seems like th- these mental health these issues are growing and not getting better. It's like the more sensitive we become to them, and the more the more everybody is coddled for every little thing. It seems like it's 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 just it's growing out of hand. It is it, it, it seems like it's going crazier. Like the problem is not getting better. So how do we address that? That it, it,
2: get off social, social media. Social Stop media acting like good. it's the world.
0: <laughs> Literally, you saw on social
2: dilemma, right? The, yeah. Just the spike in suicide the suicide ideation among twelve-year-olds. Like mm-hmm. it didn't exist. It literally mm-hmm. did not exist. Social media hit it's through the roof. I mean, you can't get more. Like, that's basic. Like it's right. Yeah,
0: there. I really, I really did feel like I really did feel like when I turned off social media and the news, I really felt like COVID didn't exist. When you turned it off, or if you turned it off for 10 days, you really were oblivious to COVID being around. Uh, around. That's really how I felt. And I
2: don't even mean turn it off. I mean put it in this proper perspective. Yes. It is not life. There are literally people who do not participate in Instagram. They mm. don't. Mm. There there are perspectives that are not driven by. Like, I, I don't even tweet. I used to be on Twitter all the time. I don't even tweet anymore because – You know where we from, man. Like, people start talking crazy. Like, you got to say something back. So that's me giving them validation as real. Dude, you're not real. You, You are acting right now. I'm not a thespian. I can't act, so I need to. I need to pull back, and I know when I post it, it's going to be some thespians got something to say, right? So I, uh, you got to put it, help people put it in perspective. I, I, not think, real. I think
0: the, the, the amount of people that are not on social media, I think that's the that is definitely got to be the minority right now. I think there's Very more so. I think there's more. How, people people, on how many people media on Twitter? Than you I don't know the numbers. You it's Like don't don't know a know million the people. Can we get the info on it's that? A million people can you, can on Twitter. Can you look that up? i would be curious to. I'd be it's curious a billion to know people
2: numbers. on Twitter. How many people in the world? We're approaching eight billion. There's a billion people on Twitter. Yeah, probably.
3: But you're also just looking at one platform. There's so many different platforms, and people pick their platforms oh. that they're on. Yeah, but everybody's and they all push on, different things. They all on. Things. Things. They're they're all on, on them. Them. Now you got. And now you. Nobody's
0: wanna, on.
2: Nobody's and, on. And just one. You might use just one, and now but you, you got add them all. now you
0: add OnlyFans to that mix, and that was really out of hands. One hundred and ninety-two, there are one hundred and ninety-two million daily active users on on Twitter. It's not a lot of pe- that's active users. Yeah,
2: that's active users. That's not even a lot of people.
3: It's not well, a lot of people, but <laughs> that's social like media does America. push our culture. I mean, it put it pushes like our agendas. It pushes like what we're consuming. It pushes what's going on. But that's yeah.
2: not it, about social media. That's about Revenue. Listen, if ages, I just 18 don't think we can say it's not, real. it's not. It's real because we make it real, right? It's real because we make it. Real. We have adopted what's not real and put it in the place of what's real. You know what's real? Your grandmother who has wisdom, right? That's who you should be listening to, not the people who got a quote on social media. But this is all a money grab. It's what it, it's a money grab. Eighteen to 24 or 35 is the coveted demographic. It's Everything is catered to that because that's the people who ain't got a family yet, who ain't got a house yet. So every little nickel they get on a check is fair game. That's what it is. Brownie got houses. Brownie got kids. Like his check is on a conveyor belt, and he's just trying to grab a little bit before it goes. You know what I'm saying? But some 22-year-old at Starbucks, that whole check is fair game. You multiply that by 20 million. That's the great. That's why everything is catered towards them. That's not the entire world. There are actually other demographics. There are other people. There are other views. If you keep yourself confined to this world where advertisers are trying to take money from eight from disposable income from 18 to 24 year olds and 18 to 35 year olds. It's getting later now. People ain't getting yeah. married. People ain't buying houses at 29 no more. So now, if you if your whole world is centered around a world that's aimed at grabbing this money, I'm saying there's a whole different world outside of that that gets missed. Like yo, uncle, talk to that dude. Like he didn't did a bid. He didn't had two marriages, and he ain't on Twitter. Also. Like mm. holla. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there's a whole different world out there. And I-, I
3: completely agree that there's a whole different world, but you can't ignore that that social media world is pushing. A lot of what we do in this life, I think and that's
0: the problem. And it's a lot of those, and, this, and it's a yeah. lot of those, and, and there's a platform. There's a lot of those uncles and grandmothers you're talking about that might not be on Twitter, it they're might not Facebook. be on Instagram, but they're on they're Facebook, on Facebook. Yes. and yeah, they on they're Facebook. on there faithfully. Why they, why they don't they have there? a they don't why have, they have a profile there? picture. Why are they, they don't on have? There? Why,
2: are they on <laughs> there? There? Don't why are they on there? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Because they swear they're young. Because
2: they're 52, swear they're 27. They found they they found way. They're on there arguing about the church bulletin. Yes. They I'm just saying like you so so and we're watching kids do this right we're watching kids do this somebody on social media you post your picture you think you're cute and they're killing you underneath it right Mm -hmm. and you take those comments as actual criticism Mm -hmm. when who, who, who
3: determined that they were worthy of the criticism right and I personally I have the tools to combat that right because I know That those are just, what do you call them? What'd you call them earlier? Um, Thespians? Thespians, yeah, Yeah, actors. However, the way that the culture is set up and the way that social media is set up, they will take one of those comments as fact, and your whole everything could be messed up if you don't dispute it. So Mm. what do you do then? Who is they? I'm just saying like this you, is what I do like we, we share the
2: same world right yeah I, I'll get ripped out. I'll be mad I'm talking to my wife my wife ain't on social media right she she on IG but she just looking at nails and junk right <laughs> <laughs> so and this my whole world is wrapped up in what happens here That's, right okay so then you, you know then I'll go hang with some people right I'll go like I said like I said I'll go to church or I'll, I'll play with my daughter and then you start realizing that's literally just a segment, mm-hmm. right? It's just a segment. So if somebody is saying, so look, you you are, if you told me that that dress was bad, mm-hmm. I'm listening to you because you have the credibility to offer that critique. We have given people credibility and they don't have it. Who? How can you say something's trash? Like, I don't even know your name. See what I'm saying? That's what, that's what I mean. It's not real. It's not a legitimate critique. You know what I'm saying? It's not.
3: It, it don't count. Like it's you fake. You are correct. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. However, these secondary media sites, quote unquote, I'm putting quotation marks yeah, on yeah. it. Secondary. That pick, <laughs> listen. Well, <laughs> maybe secondary is giving them too much credit. Facts. But they are taking those, you know, statements or whatever, and sensationalizing them, and then a whole thing opens up, and then someone's whole credibility is shot. Because of one person saying something. You understand? Like It's yeah, like a snowball effect. I get it. So I you also, have to stand up for yourself I also in believe, some
2: respects. I also believe, and I, I stopped standing up for myself, right? I also believe because of the nature of social media, it, it again, it's not real. It doesn't even last like we think it lasts. It's not, It's not. you ain't going, we used to go to school with the bullies. We used to go to school. And you got to see them every day. Man, social media, you got to beef one day. You log off for three I, hours and log back on. I, they I, already I on I to the next you, thing. I hear you talking. They don't have the attention span of I it. I hear you talking. It's literally not real. I hear. I <laughs> I'm hear. I, you, you, I hear. Next I hear you
0: talking, Marcus. But like I said, I, I I I feel like that perspective is a perspective for someone that's seen both sides of the coin. And I and I and I think if we if I think we we are better off trying to uh, adapt to what the what social media in the future hoes than trying to revert and get out of people what we to, to take them back to the old uh, the old days or understand those no, values no no, no 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 don't, don't I, try I don't, to put old days on what i'm saying yeah, I, that's not what no, i'm talking no, about no i don't this I is literal
2: don't. time honored information you telling me because it's 2021 your grandmother doesn't know anything No, I'm saying listen to your grandma instead of Instagram. Like that ain't that's not like some oh we taking it back to slavery. That's not a Negro spiritual. That's like universal. Your grandparents know more than you. Period. So if, if somebody on social media says something to you, go talk to your grandmother about it and give your grandmother more weight than what you saw on
0: social media. Yeah, but your grandmother can't teach you how to invest in cryptocurrency. That ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> That's nothing to do with what we're talking about. That's
3: what I'm talking about. I'm not saying get
0: rid of social
2: media. I'm saying give it its proper perspective.
3: No, and that's I hope and pray that everyone does do that. Just put but it in but a this large place. part of our society doesn't, and they can add flames to that social fire so easily, and it will just like literally uh. set everything ablaze. That's With, what my but it, but does point it? Because
0: you're still here, so yeah. it didn't it didn't go ablaze when we did when 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 uh <laughs> he's still here.
2: Paul Pierce is fine. Everybody, all I know is everybody's talking about how sad and pathetic he looked all day he looks so sad he looks so sad like when it popped I don't think he, looked he looks so sad, sad at all he was like no oh, that was the running me people's po- that's the only way I know about it because people posted pictures of him and it was like he looks sad well he actually he looks, he said- looks empty inside yeah. right yeah. and it's yeah. like Paul Pierce is winning uh, He's fine. Yeah. It's even over now. Like, it's not even a thing anymore. He actually
3: what? said that the truth was going to come to the light, like, this next week or something. Yeah. Like, he had something he was going to talk about. So, but the thing, he got something but in his pocket. He really
2: did it all on purpose.
0: But, like, who knows? But <laughs> I
3: mean, how could you not? It's,
0: <laughs> why is there such a, like... But it, I, we, when we talk in social media and stuff, there's always this negative... Uh, around it like it's and it, and it typically it typically comes social media is to blame for everything social media is to blame for divorces no it's social not that's no, what pe- that's not. people that's people's go to no, no it's not what are the pot like no it, the it, people are to blame are the social media, media is
2: an inanimate object no
0: but i'm okay but social media is usually the, the term that they every time something goes on it's because but of people blame
2: the media it's not the media the media is literally an inanimate object if i if i if I'm on my iPhone and I cuss my wife out mm-hmm. and then I get home be like, I can't be like, yo, man, my phone was tripping. Yeah. Like, no, it's me. I did that. <laughs> I can't blame yeah. the iPhone. The iPhone is the media yeah. in our conversation.
3: But you Twitter don't think is the not media blame? can frame something and it's totally no, media, different way and put me- it in a different direction? and an object direction?
2: can't frame anything. The people who run it frame it. It's the it's the TV producer. You you think you think you think they're not part of media. No, but but we—that's the part you miss it. Twitter is just the medium through which we send information. That's it. You change people's minds. You change the meat. So in other words, how can all three of us can act different on social media if it's if it's the media? All three of it, because we're three different people. We use it a different ways.
0: It's just, okay, a, okay, it's just an inanimate I, object. Okay, I would agree with that. I do. I, I do think that the media, the media, a Twitter
2: doesn't make okay. me do
0: anything. I can't get on Twitter.
2: All of a sudden, I'm a gangster. I'm a kid. Ke- no, that's, so, that's me the, that's, choosing to be that's, tough.
0: That's the old idea of blaming uh, liquor stores yeah. for alcoholics. I get that. <laughs> no, right, so. and
3: that's not even what I'm saying either. I'm just saying that they can take something and totally flip it. No, so in a totally th- different I, I, direction. I know what you're
2: saying is right. I'm saying we need to identify who they is. And we're putting it on an inanimate object, which is why a 13-year-old don't feel like you could change it. You can change it because it's just people. It's just People. That's all it is. There's no media. There's no the people who run Warner Brothers. There's somebody in the room making a decision about the movie. That's not all oh, Warner Brothers. No. There's a person <laughs> who you could run up on, who you could talk to, you, who you could convince. Right? It's not. It, you guys that's, realize that's why they feel so overwhelmed. You guys realize it feels like it's something that they can't touch. It's just people. You guys yeah.
0: realize you okay. got you guys realize uh, sausage, eggs, and pancakes was an idea for breakfast by one individual forget its name but the reason we feel like that is breakfast food and we call that breakfast food because one individual it was it was about money you know they wanted to they was trying to protect the pork industry and then in the egg industry so we're gonna start posting these visuals about and we're gonna call this breakfast food so now everybody in their mind between the hours of 6 a.m and 10 o'clock I have to. No, I can I only either.
2: eat sausage and eggs. You throw some spaghetti out there, they're gonna be like, "What is you doing?" This this breakfast. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs>
0: I'm hey, not but. eating. Uh, I'm not eating fried fish for breakfast. I'm supposed to. Be, I'm supposed to eat pig and sausage and eggs,
3: Yeah, but so, to your point, you can say the same thing for dresses. Who said that that was only for women?
0: Well, there's a scripture, and let me find mm, that. Uh, no, you
2: ain't gonna oh, find. Oh, let me that.
3: see. <laughs> yeah. the guy you was talking about dresses. dresses. <laughs> you, ain't
2: gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna find that scripture. Uh, my. I, think no, that's saying, big, yeah, I think that's a big part of the problem. Yeah. I think we make it we make it a boogeyman, uh, and it's not a boogeyman. Uh, it's not like pe- If you understand that, on the other side of this Instagram post uh, yeah. are a bunch of what's the dude from The Wizard of Oz. Uh, the eyes, uh-huh. a bunch, they're, they're not real, they're little suckers, they're cowards acting tough, they're mm-hmm. not real. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. I'm so, this is what we used to hear your grandpa saying, You need to stop watching that TV, that TV, the devil. Yeah. The TV is not the devil, the people who run TV might be the devil, right? Like, but <laughs> if you curate your television experience, <laughs> then the TV's great, <laughs> right? Like, it's oh, not the television, turn off the television, no. Figure out what to want. They said the same thing about hip hop, right? So, hip hop is yeah. real. Hip-hop, no, some hip hop is bad. Some hip hop is good. It's the people yeah. who make these decisions, and as long as it's people involved, that means we could check yeah. them.
0: Yeah, because there's a you know there's a narrative that even even racial divides is 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 the, the the media and the government is 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 wants to keep us fighting amongst each other so they can carry out. Uh, uh, but a bigger plan that they got going on and, and and if they keep us fighting amongst each other then I mean, i'm not saying that then, ain't true then we can't <laughs> uprise against <laughs> we won't come together and overthrow the government and stuff but that's still but i i do feel i agree with you in that aspect of i still if i'm gonna be a racist i still have to make the decision as an individual to be a racist i can't like I'm not I, there's nothing there's nothing that I you can You have turn a on. racism to be inflamed. Yeah, right? yeah I'm not yeah, finna yeah. just turn on the news and they gonna show me yeah. something that's finna make me go out and say, Okay, this is who I wanna be now because the media did
2: All this. they do is telling you is, Hey man, you free to be that way. It's cool now. Come out. <laughs> that's what the media would tell you. That's what they telling the racists, right? This is what they this,
0: racist, like, hey, it's cool now. We just You've been lost hiding, a, well, but you straight. We just lost <laughs> we 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 just we just lost a great uh DMX, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody saw it. One of my one of my favorite things about DMX, one of my, actually one of the dopest things about him to me was that we all know what uh everything that surrounds hip hop music and we all know the rapper starter kit, everything. To me, he went against the grain of everything. He to me he kinda oh, although that he, was
2: nice. You peeped that one against yeah. the grain. Yeah, the yeah, guy guy. I but, that. To me I like to that. me, to
0: me he had to brand. me to me he had like uh, he was one of those people that it, it just—he it looked like he was in hip hop for the actual love, and it frustrated him the direction that hip hop was going. He was one of them, just throwbacks.
2: I mean, can we just say the nineties hip hop was the best anyway? Like from right. the nineties, was
0: it nineties or was the 80s? 80s? Is it eighties? Eighties? Nineties or was eighties the best? Nineties. You talking
3: about? I, A- I personally would lean towards the nineties.
0: I don't oh. think you can have. I don't, do you include Jay Z in the nineties? Uh, Jay Z, yeah, Jay Z was popping in the I was in college watching yeah. Because the, <laughs> the two, the two greats, Jay Z and probably Drake, them was. I don't know if you can do. No, them ain't uh, Drake ain't '90s,
2: Mm-mm. but yeah. Jay Z was definitely '90s. Yeah. yeah, got
0: you. Okay, but they, but Jay Z is a product of.
2: He's a product yeah, of the yeah, '90s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. I would, I'm not saying I other eras are trash. Like Drake is great, but yeah. the as far as like. That that feel you talking about hip hop yeah. that DMX gave that was a that was definitely he had a a, he,
0: he had an interview where he talked about that he was like man I just I just love to, re, I just I do it for the reaction I love the reaction that was it <laughs> and I was like damn that's that that's that feeling he's not like that's why that's why uh, Benny the Butcher had a line he said we need less trappers and more poets like people that really have something to have something to Be say the Butcher nice he nice I, I, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he nice he get nice, nicer yeah. by the day I listen to him. But it's just that that, that uh, genuine authenticity mm-hmm. of the craft. And that's what I thought that uh, DMX um, gave. DMX came into uh, our barbershop last year. Um, and for whatever reason, he was out here for concert, whatever. I was uh, interviewing him. I he, told him to go. Yeah, to go. I, I figured he mentioned I, your I, name. I, yeah. He came <laughs> in and wild. he literally gave the whole barbershop a concert. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting in the chair getting his hair, it was hard for the barber oh, he to loves it was hard him. for the yeah, barber to keep it. him yeah. still. Yeah. But that's that genuine authenticity and, and, and it's guys like that that uh I think when we when we see that and we, we get that feel, who, who who could you say that's in the game right now that you could keep that has that um on a major scale and that has that type of feel? You know what I mean? They they once in a they they rare. They're not motivated by anything but the love of the music, or the love of what they're doing. You never seen I'm DMX say, with, I, I know all look, you know what I mean. The, the designer, we wasn't big on that. It wasn't about the cars in his video. It was just a, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. He never really portrayed that.
2: I'll, I'm gonna say uh, one of my favorites, Rhapsody. I feel like, I feel you know like I mean? Rhapsody is yeah. all about that hip hop
3: life, without a like, like, doubt.
0: Like, uh, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately though, Rhapsody is in that. Um, She's in that WNBA conversation. And we'll have that. Ew, next you need time. to hold, relax. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. You I need on. to relax, <laughs> No, What I mean by let me let me okay, expand on that. Right. What I mean about uh, that hey, WNBA. Listen, you want no, to to no, call no, no, me? Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Rhapsody's in that WNBA conversation, meaning that she won't get the credit that she deserves based on the way hip-hop is structured in basketball and everything is structured. I'm not taking anything. I any mean, what credit...
2: What what credit is she not getting? She like got she
0: got bars. Yeah, no, I'm saying she got she got
2: commercials. She's, she's nah, a star, she star. She should
0: be as she should be as big as her male counterparts, but she's not.
3: Yeah,
2: whatever well, she, she also I'm not I'm she not taking her. No, I'm, I'm just saying she ain't as small as you think she is either. I think, no, she. I mean, she got Grammy nominations. She without got, a doubt. I mean, you hear but, her rapping all on TV all the time. Like the, if you if you go out Kendrick and ask them, put her on like she out, stuff If you or, go
0: out and ask ten people, I guarantee you walk the street, ask ten people. I mean, but I don't think that's exactly her lane, though. I don't think she commercial like but that. I'm, she's yeah. a bar. I don't think she
3: necessarily wants to be. I'm just saying the people, even the dudes
0: who rap like that, ain't like that. Like. I don't know. I think y'all got me. I'm trying to give her. I, I'm trying I don't to know, give bro. her more. I'm trying to give her more. I think yeah. she deserves to be just like there's WNBA basketball players that deserve to be bigger, paid more. I ain't going that far. I ain't going on that far.
2: Oh, paid more than what they are, or paid like on a level of players.
0: Well, that's always the, that's going to be determined by the market, right? I mean, that's going to be determined by revenue, right? Isn't
3: the but you can't argue that? that they shouldn't be paid more.
0: We're getting into another Who? show
3: now. The WNBA players
2: that they should be paid more.
3: They should not be paid more. You don't think they should be paid more?
2: I think they should get every all the money they get. Oh, okay. I'm just saying they should they should be paid as much as LeBron. I think
0: <laughs> I think they should I think they should get as much I think they should get paid I mean, as much as they should be getting fifty percent of the, re- of the WNBA get, revenue. Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, their they revenue should be that. is, that's where I yeah, think they should like be. Him. I don't think because I don't think because. Um, the NBA guys get a certain amount. I don't think that they should. That's get what I'm saying. That like, yeah.
3: They, I, I, I don't think. I but, thought you were just saying period, not pay. Like, no, that their saying, salaries like, are fine, and it's. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
2: <laughs> because... but so so. I mean, look. Uh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'ma say I'm gonna probably say this, and I might be wrong, but I don't think there's a bigger WNBA fan on this podcast than me. Hmm, like I'm talking okay. about since. The Houston Comets were forced straight to start. I can, I can start naming people. Listen, they signed the collective bargaining agreement. Like, you can't just be like, I'm going to sign the agreement and then be like, I don't know. Like, you yeah. li- bargain better. Yeah. Like, it's,
3: well, I, I, we have been trying and doing and pro. Yeah, don't they, think they got, got better. Trying. I'm saying they got more. They did get more. They but got more. But do you think that it's still it's fair and it's what it should be? That's, that's the not point. how. That's not how
2: bargaining works. <laughs> it's not how yeah. any of this works. Yeah. Like, but yeah, you can't look. Say- they should get more. I think the WNBA is terrible at marketing them. I think the WNBA is not equipped to market Do them. Do you think that I think they- that mainstream media uh, is missing the vision of what could be? No question about it. But literally, so so and what was it the the previous cba before the one the before the last lockout the players were getting 57% of the revenue and now they get 50 should they get more
3: i am just saying that the salaries that they do get aren't fair they're not based on what they're better but they're not based fair. on what I'm just saying, of what they do, what they bring to the table, the the way that the league is using them. Listen, well, what the WNBA did. Salaries ain't fair either. You know, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. So, so. that doesn't mean that the WNBA is no. Fair. But see, but like I'm they're, saying, they're not but, fair. But yeah, teachers, teachers don't.
2: Really. Te- teachers don't get to bargain for their salary. Yes, they do.
3: No, they don't. The teachers use, get to, So do. so
2: if you get a job and you go, you get to say, I ain't taking sixty-five. I'm gonna take ninety. No, they, Well, it depends on your teaching open. job,
3: to be honest. It's it depends, on your it, it it depends right. on your it depends on your
2: resume. It depends on what you bring to the table. Well, no, Who,
3: if you're private, if you're like, there's, there's certain factors that would. I'm go just into saying, that. But, they ha- but they have to be coming
0: to the table saying, this is what the W, th- these are the numbers.
2: I'm saying, they this working is what we're f-
0: making this is what we can somebody is negotiating on behalf of them and saying this is the be- coming back I'm saying, saying it's this is fair the best we because can
2: they agree to it it's not what they deserve but they agree to it they sat down you and go said if on agreeing if if they okay, sat down I and said and look that. and and you know what they they gave them we we're going to give you some more time to figure this out right but they sat that da- they entered into an agreement. That makes it fair. They decided that this was worth it for this time. They could not do it. They could literally all of them make more money overseas anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they could not do it. But I think it's fair. I want to see them make more money. I, I want to see them not be mismanaged. But what is
3: your definition of fair? Because, like, my thing is, like, it isn't fair, but it is How, what, what What determines fair is my on. question. What well, would no, determine that's, that's fair? what I'm asking you. Like, what is your – what are you using fair – I'm
2: using their right signature.
3: <laughs> no, I just, saying, I just, bought, I just even, bought a house,
2: right? I just bought a house, right? Uh-huh. The house was a certain price, right? Yes. Now, if I told you the price, some people might be like, "Ah, man, the same house that cost you so and so in Antioch." But I agreed that this was a fair price by signing the deal. And I yeah. understand
3: that, but it doesn't mean that you got the best deal. Like you, oh yeah, tried I said they you got negotiated. the best deal, and that's, <laughs> that's what it, my point. This
2: yeah. fair, point I'm is. saying it's fair. They, we can't no. say that they should have got more money. When they had the chance to get more money and sign for what they
3: got. But did they have a chance? They weren't even, Yes, they, they could not no, play. Saying,
4: Fold you, the league and went go back to and Russia. Forth and what are you talking about here?
3: No, listen, you <laughs> went back and forth and negotiated, but at some point you were like, I'm either going to get this house and at this price, or I'm not going to get it at all. And like, so yeah, it's, it's the way that they their money. I, I understand, understand what you're saying? What saying. I understand
2: what you're saying. I'm saying that's the game. Like and, and as uh, as so Omar saying, said, the game is a so game, yo. So you're like, you said game get the, is the
3: game, but the game isn't fair to women. That is what. So my like point I said again,
2: like I said again, the players used to get NBA players used to get fifty-seven percent of revenue. They get fifty. Is that unfair? They usually get fifty-seven, and I get that's a lot of money, yo. Is that unfair? Let me, how about first this? off, how about first this? off,
0: that's a, that's quite a bit. That's a quite a bit of money when your initial investment when you haven't invested it at all. That is a great. That's a great what? percentage. 50, 50% of something that you... I'm just saying, no, we're talking in. about,
2: they used to get 57, and it went down to 50. Were they treated unfairly? I think that's, for the NBA, I think that's pretty great. For the men's, men's basketball? So we're basically saying, if you get half the revenue, is fair. If that's the case, it's not fair, because they don't get half the revenue. I think they should get the same CBA that the players get, that the NBA players get. But yeah. they, Diana Taurasi literally was revenues. like, I'm not playing. I'm going overseas to rest of my body where they pay me at.
3: You can do that.
2: Fold the league, I, <laughs> bounce <laughs> like. The, no. I'm just saying the game is not the everyone game.
3: is is at her salary status either. A- Absolutely,
2: I understand. I'm just yeah. saying they're being mismanaged, right? And they're, they they decided they got in the room and decided this this is tolerable for now. We can take this deal for now, and if they cool with that. I'm cool with it. Like uh, they literally signed the deal. What what you want me to do? Like you you will be mad at them that they they got they got the raises. Yeah. They got more marketing. Yeah, power. they, sign, they like, signed. They signed. I, the I
0: get that. They signed. But you know, collective bargaining it it, it, it never really works out like that. It's not. It, it sounds it sounds easier than it is. You know, All I'm you're saying ask collective you got one. You got man. one person. Representing I feel like I should make
2: double what yeah. I make.
0: But my employer disagreed, and we negotiated. but but the only the, the only thing the players did was vote on that, and when and when you got nah, nah, and when you got nah. when you the got
2: executive council did way more than that. They, nah. But
0: only thing the players can do is vote, yeah or nay. They're not going in oh, there They and elected negotiate. the
2: leaders. They elected the leaders. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, look. So then, if you want to get that way, then you could say the NBA contracts ain't fair because Chris Paul and them they looking out for the top half. That's, so it's about, this so is, the, is this it, is the problem. So now are we saying this NBA the, deals listen, are unfair. This is
0: the problem. This <laughs> is the problem with this is the problem with collective bargaining. This is the problem with collective bargaining. You have 30 you have veteran people yeah. and you have young people. Yeah. Young people want more money on their paycheck. Veteran people are typically thinking about pensions. Yeah. You have you have uh you have some people that up you probably have some people that live in a place where there's no taxes. You have some people that live yeah. in California. But you, but you are trying to come together and agree on the same thing. It's going. It, and it's, then you vote to elect your
2: leaders of your union, right? Like you, you literally vote. There's an election. People have a say because and voting the union, in elections
3: are always fair. You, I mean, <laughs>
2: you, you know what you can do? You know what you can do? You could literally not participate. Rigged. You could literally go rock with David West and start your own league. That's what I'm saying. You can't. You, this is. You can't be like this is America we go get ours. That's not, I, the That's not real. You, you
0: just talked about social media and what you just said is not real life. It's not Marcus. real? That's what? not real You're life. To me, if that's what, staff no, And I'm employ- saying we're going to start a new league. Every employer, every <laughs> every employer, every employer in that case is saying if you don't want to work here then go get it. find a new job. Did you do that, that? Did you do that? I did that, but I sacrificed. <laughs> but You but literally did that. I did That's that. That's just not realistic, though, Marcus. Why is it not? I'm it's sorry. Not-
2: so you're saying, you're saying the answer to solve a job
0: when you work for a bad employer is to somehow change the employer's mind? No, everybody's circ everybody's not in the circus. Sometimes you have to hold that the, the employer responsibility. Yes, responsib- you do. For- yes, you do. That's what I'm saying. You do that's what bargaining. You get in there, you, you fight, and
2: then once you sign a deal, that means I got what I can get right now. And then maybe the next time you go yeah. back. Nobody's talking about like, "Oh, this is so wrong." They literally sat there and bargained They, they strike. They, they run all kinds of schemes. They, they do all kinds of stuff. Somebody has
0: to be a sacrifice. Go on to, going to strike. Is, there, did, no, is yeah. there no strike clause? That's what they did in the ninth. No, they're going to strike. Anthony Mason was out here
2: with a mink coat with a 14 on his back <laughs> talking about, I, I need money to feed my family. Like, yes, they did that. Go on strike. Yeah. That's my point. Like, you can't. Walk out. You have so many options. And I'm options. sure, the, I'm sure the men
3: in the in NBA the deal, will find You signed the
2: deal. You I, do,
3: but my <laughs> whole argument was that you said you got what you got, but it doesn't mean that what you got was fair. That's. I
2: think it's fair if you signed it. It's not It's not no. the best deal. You. If you if we shake Don't hands, go on strike it's in a, the in the men's fair. side of the NBA. If we shake hands, it's fair. Well, we'll like, not
0: cross the picket line. The men's side of the NBA won't cross the picket line if the women go on strike. They'll support that union for sure. You should say that again? If the women go on strike, the men will go on strike with If them. they convince them that, to do that, that would be a hell of a power move. Oh, that would be a power be, move. It would be a hell of a power it move. Would.
2: I'm just saying, like, I mean, look. We in this space, we've we've all talked about entrepreneurship. I know you're big on entrepreneurship, creating your own lane. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. We can't be changing the rules when we lose out in the game. We can't be like, "Oh, that ain't fair" after I sign the deal. Play the game better. Like, and so you know what? Part
0: of getting better at it is taking Ls. Speaking of yeah, um, That's what it is. Speaking <laughs> Speaking, speaking of entrepreneurship um we've been since the start of the show one again one against the grand podcast we've been down here at evolve impact formerly known as impact hub um we got david jackson right here uh we, we got david jackson right here with us um uh they've been a big uh part of the community they got a lot of things going on they've been helping us out volunteering their space for us um here it's been great and we want to keep it going um, he's he's in a transition period right now. Um, he wants to talk. We want to let him get a chance to talk. And just about, for the
2: record, David been in these streets,
0: been in these streets, working for years, okay, for years, for years, for years. on and, the ground. And on top of that, this is David is my blood cousin, you know, and I really appreciate I everything. Think that back, he ain't been in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I really I appreciate everything he's been, you know, been doing. So we want to hear what he got going on with the, the the future of Evolve and what's going on and um and how we can help and how we can get people involved in the community involved in that.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it, and uh, thanks for uh, for having me. No, and, for sure. And enjoying the conversation. I just kind of want to just chime real quick on the, on the, the part that's missing is power,
0: mm-hmm.
4: right? Mm-hmm. So power and leverage. So we could talk about striking. We could talk about kind of doing the muscle move, but there are very few folks that can afford to do that for the long term. Mm. So there's a power construct that's not talked about which is why sometimes you have to circumvent uh, and make those sacrificial moves to say, okay, 57% is actually fair, but I'm going to take the 50% because I don't have the power. Mm. And so a part of what Evolve is doing, we're doing work around leveraging and leveling the playing field okay. around power. So whether it's black ownership, so we're not renting the spaces and leasing the spaces where we're operating out of, but we're owning those spaces so we can control cost structures and, and systems of oppression that have kind of held us down for a long time mm,
0: that's that that's interesting so how, how long has Evolve been around yeah, impact hub, how long have you yeah been around? impact
4: hub uh started in 2013 uh founded by some powerful uh women of color that are doing their mark in the world uh, we changed the name about a year and uh, about a, a little over a year ago uh right before COVID, we had a big launch change to evolve so we can uh, have more of a hyper local focus on the needs of black folks in oakland and what kind
0: of what kind of events have you guys uh held you know what are some of the uh uh, events you can you guys have held here and how have you guys impacted the community
4: all kinds of stuff anything around what we call black justice and not social justice Mm -hmm. we hosted about 600 events related to entrepreneurship um wealth generation, financial literacy, know your rights, Mm -hmm. um, voting. We've we've done it all. Anything that moves the needle, we've Plenty. done it here. Have you been?
3: Have you been down to Impact Up prior to, to today? Oh yeah. Okay. No, good. I've had.
2: You know, I was in. This was a historic place. This is where Cap Kaepernick started his Know Your Rights campaign. It was here. really I was here to cover that, but it was really? it was here. Was it 2017, 2016? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was it, it was it went down in here. That's wow. where it began. Well, that's yeah, a
0: lot man. a lot of a lot of, a lot of oh, history. A lot of history. Here. Yeah, we kicked yeah. off
4: in twenty fourteen with Van Jones. We had Kevin Hart here last year mm-hmm. around um, a partnership we did with Chase J.P. Morgan mm-hmm. uh, for financial literacy and and, uh, and actually owning some stuff.
0: Got gotcha. you. I know a lot of people have done commercials, all types of uh, mm-hmm. things. That was my first time in here with uh Draymond did a commercial mm-hmm. uh here with I think it was GQ or somebody yeah. did a commercial down here for that's what I remember. Yeah, um, I remember I, those skinny
4: pants. <laughs> that was my first. skinny pants and, and ankles. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <pants laughs> so what so what could we what the, going forward, you know what what is the plan um going going forward? We can you know, will these doors continue to be open or how's it what's the climate looking like? Yeah right co- what can know, we do to Yeah I appreciate continue. that. Yeah.
4: Cost structures are are crazy. Our our rent is uh for about forty one Thousand mm-hmm. uh, a month to be here, right? So wow. So when a lot of folks that look like oh, us, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put 41, that out 000? there. Yeah, we we're in uh the most gentrified part Trying of the Get your checkbook. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so we want to we want to make sure that we have a place for Black folks to convene and gather, mm-hmm. but also understanding that it comes with a cost, mm-hmm. which is why corporations uh, need to be accountable, not just responsible, to help. Um, close the gap to mm. for, for sanctuaries like this for black folks okay. okay yeah so that's one uh two host your events here host your events. um and also you know come into the space to collaborate and to create solutions for uh for many of the challenges that we face so that's and when you come here don't be asking for like
2: the cheap price the discount the hookup you know this is a black business come ready to to honor that you know what I'm saying? And, and and pay. You could go to the little shady spot, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. where you could get half off and you know, your uncle could do security and all that, but you know, do it for real. Be be yeah. part be part of it. You know what I'm saying?
0: And 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 treat it like you would any other reputable business. Mm-hmm.
4: Did I say something wrong? No, you no, said no, you, everything
0: right. <laughs> yeah, so that's so that's so that's evolved. Now for you guys that don't know, that's formerly the Impact Hub. Um it's in Oakland, downtown Oakland. Uh, twenty three, twenty three Broadway. So if you got a chance, stop by, call, inquire, go on their website. Um, David Jackson is the person you want to look out. Anybody else? Any Anybody else notable? I'm good. You want them to yeah. reach out to? Okay, yeah. So check out the. Hey, he just said. You <laughs> good? Nobody else
2: notable. <laughs> I'm in. Hey. I'm in. I'm, 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 I'm not I'm, mad, I'm, mad at that. I'm, I'm not
3: mad.
0: I'm telling you And like I said, we've um we we've, we've been doing the podcast here since the beginning. Um, it's home for us, you know what I mean? So I, I, we want to co- continue. With, it, it's, a, it's a comforting feeling here. We want to continue that going. So anything we can do to contribute and help, you know, that movement going forward, we uh here for you. It was a dope episode today, man. Uh, yeah, thank you. Dope. We started early. This was this was great. I enjoyed this. Anytime yeah. I could be on a podcast with Alicia, we good. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia's the best. Yeah, super dope. Th- no. and thank you for that okay. connection too, uh, Marcus. Well, and that's yeah, what I was going to say.
3: Listen, Marcus. <laughs> you need that paper. Don't do that. don't do that. No, but I was really I was going to say. I'll take 50, uh-huh. though. <laughs> you going to settle for
0: 50?
3: You going to settle for 50 is fair? <laughs> yes, sir.
0: <laughs> this is funny. Hey, well, once again, we'd like to thank y'all. we here at Impact Cup. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. One Against the Grand podcast. Alicia J., Marcus Thompson. Uh, David, thanks, bro. Appreciate oh, girl, everything. I my name almost. Evolve, <laughs> <laughs> um, my guy Jay Brum is in the building. With, hey, shout out to Jay Brum. Y'all know Jason Brumfield from East Oakland with the Skyline Niner fan on the downside. He helps us with whoa, a lot of whoa, the production whoa, here. Whoa,
2: whoa, hey, Come on, Jay. You hey, can't my do you right like hand, that, bro.
0: my right hand, Sonny Bo in the building with us. My daughter's here. Ben Cruz, he's at the beginning of this episode, so y'all gonna hear more from him. Hey, we signing out. See y'all next week. One Against the Grain podcast. We out.